Welcome to the Beretta Brothers. We are a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to theberettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? What? No. (laughs) Oh, yeah? (laughs) You want to go? You want to? I'll do it. <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah, sad wander. Yeah. <laughs> this is how we open this is how we open our show. Ready to make that claim? We're so adult. Yeah. Ready? Huh. <laughs> we're so funny. God, we we're we're, we are a so laugh riot. Funny. My oh sides are already aching. People must be loving it. Let's see, are they commenting already? <laughs> <laughs> Look, they love it. Do it again, I say. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to uh, Idiots on on YouTube. Streaming Idiots. Uh, Shameless plugs real quick. Yeah. Go. Go to thebrettabrothers.com. Don't even go to the Beretta Brothers. Don't get me started. If I see you there, if I see you there, I'm reporting you. You will get worked up. And if you even think about Going to GeneBeretta.com. Yeah. Wait till I wait till I get a hold of them. Right? Right. Well, that right. action. Mm. Yeah. Twice. You gotta do it twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as effective the first time. You gotta really right. back it up. It's two oh two. I think we hey, need to get yeah. our people on because wait, I want to tell you what I did. Oh, what? I was on Dr. Phil. Oh. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah. Tell them, audience member. I was. If you've seen Dr. Phil lately, you know that he's got his audience. Uh, they're all digital. They're on the back wall behind him instead of there in the audience. And Ben and I were watching it one day, and they just said, if you want to be in the audience, email or whatever. And I did, and they responded. And uh, it was Monday. I was, uh, it was like it, it took like five or six hours. They did two shows. Oh my God. Yeah, well, they did two shows, and the first one ended up being a, a two-parter. So I basically was there for three full shows. Oh they didn't God. even start taping until about an hour and a half of getting us all set up. I forgot. I saw that picture. You put like a whole white thing behind it, right? Yeah, you, you needed a, a white background, so I put a curtain <laughs> behind me. And there were all these rules. You had to wear like a darker color. You couldn't wear a hat. Uh, you couldn't eat or drink during it, all this stuff. Oh, no. um, wow. How did you do that? I know. Well... I mean, you can't get away with it here. I mean, I mean, rather you can't get through it without doing it here. How did you not eat there? He's a little more strict. <clears throat> so uh, the first show is going to be on December first, and the second, the two-parter is December third and fourth. <laughs> and I know that, and you can watch. You're watching the whole show basically the way you would see it if you're watching yeah. TV. Uh-huh. And I know at the start of the you know where you two-parter. Are. I'm dead center behind them. It's just really cool. And they shift you around because there's five different groups of audience that they shift around. You know what? So that was cool. What? We should well, so we have to just do a show where we show all of your appearances right. on TV, it's, all your different things where you're in the background of sh- people's news and yeah, it's talk an ongoing. Shows. It's a continuation of this ingo- this inside joke we have where I try to get my face on TV in the oddest places. And so what? You haven't done it in a long time. It's been, it's I know. I don't even know what the last one was. 
Wow. Uh, maybe it was one. Maybe it was the QVC thing with the Muppets. Are you holding would, back? Did you do something on Dr. Phil that you're not telling us yet? Well, you couldn't really. Stuart Reeves said you should change your shirt every commercial break. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah, and I was going to do it, but it just wouldn't have been practical because they shift you around and oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. They, so it didn't make sense. Right. But anyway, um, speaking of not making sense, we have a couple who are on they, the show today. They make no sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> we know a lot of you are looking forward to them. How can you fit more talent into one couple? There How were, much talent in one couple? I know, but but independently phenomenal. And then you put them together and it's like, you know, quadruple the fun and inspiration. But the I, I don't know if you noticed before, it was like a half hour before we, like when we first got on here to do our stuff that we do before... They were already like, I can't wait. I can't wait. All the people were saying, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> so I can't wait. We shouldn't wait. Make them wait any longer. Let's not wait any longer. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, and we, do you want to do an intro or just bring them on? and Just look at them. That's all Hey, look, do. watch. Just I'm not even going to say, here they come. Ready? Hey, Billy, so how's your day today? Fine. Oh, look who's here. Oh, my goodness. Look who Craig it is. Shannon yeah. and Hi, Stephanie boys. <laughs> Hello, fellas. Hi, Hi. What's up, doll? Oh, gee whiz. Why, it's the beans to see you both. Well, aren't you a pocket full of firecrackers? <laughs> you are absolutely the pickles freckles is what you are. Pickles freckles. The That's pickles a, You're a whole stack of pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> you're a file folder and a half is what and you don't are. don't hold the syrup. That's right. We can't stay along because we're both doing the virtual audience of the Steve Harvey show. Oh, you are? Oh, you're doing that one? Yeah. It, even though he was canceled, I, he's still doing it. Oh, you guys are still doing it? Yeah, I think. That's yeah. awesome. That's terrible. You'd prefer it to, I was just going to say, prefer it to be the family feud. Yes. I mean, you wish. You truly right? That's my favorite. That's family my favorite feud. game show. Let's talk about favorite game shows. Oh, Mine really? Family, family feud. feud? Uh, yeah. Any particular host era? I like the I like Steve Harvey best. I think. Dawson. Well, I'm he a. Uh, he does do a good job. I'm a Louis Anderson. Are you? Mm. Yeah. I am because he used to whine so much. Yeah. <laughs> he would like when he would call out the things. He would, ah! There's know? nothing <laughs> special about Richard Dawson, though. Although he probably would not do well in the age of COVID. That's true. Oh, true. That would well, you know, I, I I saw some reruns of him recently, and I realized just how slowly paced his shows were. He would just oh, yeah. he'd mosey up to the table, and then he just put his elbow <laughs> there, and he'd sit a while, look at yeah. them. Yeah, it was just like, like all right, how Kiss are you? Them and get going. Yeah, you know? how are you? You're a pretty girl, love. Yeah, yeah. Really, this your sister? Be married. You like, like pop her up? Yeah, exactly. Yes, you. <laughs> Yeah. What do you, what, so we'll talk about your favorite game show. Well, I mean, I think probably the match game. Oh, okay. Match yeah. The current yeah. or the la the older? Uh, the the older, the classic, yeah. the Gene Rayburn. Yeah. yeah. Then you got it, it. They had they had faces back then. You know. That's right. Real like full out well, personality. Yeah. You, know, you can't yeah. get enough Brett Summers and exactly. Charles Nelson Riley exactly. and Nipsey oh, Russell's always man. reciting a poem and Fanny Flagg and Betty White and Patty. I Deutsch. mean, in terms of the the show part. That you can't beat that, but the game part, it's not you know it it's not the best game to play you know, mm. but it's right. a great show. But I I think my favorite was and it's not I mean sadly this happened, but uh, I love Jeopardy honestly I do. Uh, yeah. 
because I, I I'm terrible at it, but I I'm trying I'm trying to believe that I'm kind of absorbing some knowledge. Hmm. Are you better at Celebrity Jeopardy? Because that's notoriously just a little. Oh, is bit it dumbed easier. down? Well, not dumbed down. I think it's just a little more accessible. Do you know oh, what I mean? Just yeah. a touch more. Yeah, and know, that's I... not to take away from any of the celebrities who like about... kicked ass at it. Like right. Michael McKeon talking... is amazing. Oh really? Oh, I don't know. You talking about yeah, the he... SNL Celebrity Jeopardy? Well, <laughs> well I think that's... that's why the SNL Celebrity Jeopardy happened is because Celebrity Jeopardy had slightly oh, easier right. questions and then they went that other, yeah. I, I don't know if that's still the case but <laughs> no I know that Michael McKeon they, they did like a best of mm -hmm. they did like the all-time champs of Celebrity really Jeopardy head-to-head -head, and he won the whole thing he yeah. was amazing. oh my god I had no idea oh yeah. yeah he's a smart fella like not only talented and hilarious but like intimidating smart it's, it's really yeah. funny you bring him up because about an hour he's ago I was in, in a way Laverne and Shirley was on and there he was ah. Yeah. I appreciate oh. that show a lot more as I've gotten older. I, I watched it a lot as a kid mm. and they've been running it, you know, and we've, we've caught it and um, yeah, funnier than I ever, you know, the Lenny and Squiggy characters when I was young, I'm like, yeah. oh, Lenny and Squiggy, they're you, gross it, it guys. They, well, yeah, there was an episode with them on the dating game. <laughs> hey, weren't, weren't, uh, hilarious. weren't Sesame characters on Feud? Uh, they had you uh, no. I know. They, well, you, yeah, but I thought Sesame too, didn't they? they go no, but you no? did a Muppet one. They did actually. Richard Dawson appeared on oh, Sesame so Street. Oh, appeared on Sesame Street doing oh. a family food. Yeah, he did a parody. Okay. Somebody food. mentioned Which that. We oh, were Nick we Kramer. showed it in a yeah we showed it in a parody thing, and it's seven minutes long. Oh my gosh! The wow. Sesame insert. It's so long. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but that's when the show was an hour, and you could just. Well, well, if you're going to bring Richard Dawson all the way, you might as well take seven minutes. New York, you're going to, yeah. you know, yeah. cut him off. Oh, I know, but minutes. I mean, it was just—I couldn't believe how long it was. It was great, but it was long. Well, you know what? We just we just segued into Sesame a little bit. Why don't we talk a little sure. bit about Sesame? You guys, what involved? about? Are you part? Are you, you guys what about, have any <laughs> I've been there. I yeah. done it. You done it. This was what? You do it. I done it. No, I just had my 27th anniversary of my first day on Sesame Street. Really? Yeah, ah. it was like November 3rd, 1993. I played ah. Monster Number 3. My first time I had a speaking part. Well, that doesn't include, I did a home video the June before, like background stuff. Right. Um, mm -hmm. As a quote unquote apprentice. Right. Um, it's a long story, but yes, my first official day on Sesame Street on the set. But did you did you assist ago. as well during the kind of doing the? Other I mean, characters? I assisted in the. It's funny because I I spoke that first day, and then I don't think I spoke again for a year so, and so a half. Monster or two number years. three, they gave you a line, and then they you kind of went lines. into the world of assisting and helping and collaborating. Oh, oh, and still, I mean, I'm assisting right. tomorrow. Sure. I'm, you know, I assisted last week. Uh, I was right-handing Elmo. I was right-handing uh, Zoe. I, I don't was... think people realize that we all do that. Yeah. Even though we have characters that yeah. we, you know, are are doing on, on more often. And I don't think mm -hmm. people realize that we're all always working together and helping Yeah, each absolutely. Other. Um, and it's good. Yeah. It, 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 because it's it. a different skill. And what I like about right-handing is you're 100% in the moment. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. paired a little bit, but you really, you know, you got to be on it because you don't know, especially 
working with someone like I mean, Ryan Dillon is, is so amazing as Elmo yeah. and he's going to change it up each time. He's not necessarily yeah. going to do the same little motion. And sometimes I can right. keep up and sometimes I can't and yeah. like, Oh, I didn't know you were going to do that cool thing or, Oh, I'll try to counter you here. Um, and sometimes you really have to think outside the box. We did a thing. I was very happy. We did this really cool cowboy switch. Um, sometimes we do the old three arms trick, right. especially with a rod character like Elmo. We did it with Zoe. Where, what is that? Okay, so the, the classic cowboy switch comes from the old film. Bill, you can talk. Have you talked no. about the cowboy switch in this? Go ahead. Go ahead. Really? So yeah. you know how you'll see it in old westerns. You see a, a cowboy in the close-up. They'll get shot, and then you see the wide shot, and you see him tumbling over the bar, and then you see him pop up behind the bar. Well, the guy who's tumbling is the stuntman, and the actor's waiting behind the bar yeah. to pop up. It's like anytime gotcha. I'll, you know, yeah. So, but he's waiting there. It's not like they've cut to a new shot and it's the it's the main guy. It's all right. happening live. So we've done that sometimes where characters, um, sometimes if we can't cut, if they're zipping in and zipping out wearing a new costume, we'll have two Grovers or something. Someone will puppeteer it, zip out, and then immediately zip in. If yep. there's two characters, sometimes we'll do a cut. Um, with this, sometimes, uh, Ryan will have, you know, the two rotted hands and then I'll crop in there and put the live hand over the rotted hand so that I can kind of pick up something and then get rid of that. Um, we did a thing with Zoe where I put an, uh, uh, she had something rigged to her hand, but we put that under the table. So I had a, an extra rotted hand where I was grabbing it out of like grabbing it. And then in the same shot, being able to drag it back in. No, 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 but it's okay. They get the sense of it. I, I'm not really, I don't have puppet hands, so it's not really the best, but it's fun to be able to come up with stuff like that on the fly. Cause that wasn't planned. Yeah, no, I, I, love, I love yeah. camera switches. Those are my favorite challenges is to try and get some, somebody to pass two, right. two arm rotted characters to pass a prop is right. always the most fun to try oh, yeah. and make it happen. You know. We did a whole show a couple of years ago. It was Elmo's Factory. And mm. it was a song where it was this assembly line where they were making these little pencil cup holders. So you had Bert and Ernie putting the, the, having the toilet paper tube and sticking it on the base. And then they handed it to a rotted character who had to wrap it and, and do that under the frame and pull right. up the fresh one and then hand it to another character who was putting stickers on it and, and, and then hand it to Elmo who stamped the bottom of it. And it was all these partnerships. It was amazing to watch. And you know what? You know who you know is the 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 person to blame for those things? Who? Those those writer people, the people that come <laughs> up with these ideas that they just decide what they they want to see, and then we mm -hmm. have to figure out how the hell we're going to do it with puppets. Yeah, because because isn't it what we always say? <laughs> puppets can do anything. Well, yes. Well, yes. it was, um, you know. I went from learning from Jerry Jewell, you know, his, he had the saying um, that it's easier for a Muppet to grow a second head than it is for him to answer the telephone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or it's just as easy. About that. Was and the only thing we haven't been able to figure out how to do is jump rope. And didn't Fred Buckholtz try to create some sort of machine? He was always trying to create oh, yeah. some sort of machine. That's right. I remember um, that. Yeah. But, but the, the thing was that, you know, we would, I would try not to put anything in a script unless I had some sort of idea that they could do it or that I knew a, a, a way that they could try and do it. Right. But the but, funny thing is that I started writing animation hmm. 
And then they said, oh, you're going to love writing in animation because you could do anything. You know, you don't, you know, it's not like the real world where you can only do practical ideas really happen. And it's going to, you're going to love it much more than puppetry because you could do anything. So this was like, we were doing the animated dog city and I put in something and, and, and I would get a call from the, uh, the animation producer. Oh, we can't do that. What do you mean? (laughs) It's all I put in is a row of dancing girls. Huh? And do you know how long it takes to animate a row of dancing girls? Especially with cell. Back then it was cell animation. And they're like, oh, that's true. But you said we could do anything. And they're like, yeah, but not if it costs that much money. (laughs) Hey, but but you didn't, um, did you start off writing or weren't you in like the um, PR department? When when you first came, Craig, what did you do? I was in the PR department answering the phones and doing a little work with the archives until Karen Falk was there. Were you, were you always interested in writing? Like, what, did you know? That's I was, what but I also was interested in puppeteering. Oh, I really? Did, so I did some oh, workshops Oh, yeah, early on. this guy. Oh, I didn't know. This guy built puppets. I built puppets in college. I did some stuff. No, no, I mean, don't, please, no. Are you serious? Yes, yeah. I, why? Why can't we see? Where, where, what are you talking about? Come on. No, 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 no. Oh, Craig, okay. you're shy. Carter. He's on, not in man. great shape. He's missing It's okay, either am I. Yeah, but he's what? 35 years old? Yeah, okay. I'm not in great shape either. (laughs) Craig Jonathan in college. He's missing an ear. Isn't it great? Yeah. I like that he doesn't have an ear. There must be a story to that ear that the puppet, the character has. No, it just just fell off. It It was glued. You should call him Vincent. <laughs> Very yeah. good. Wait, yeah. you even need a label. I, yeah, I had a socks with eyes. I had labels made. Here, Look bring it you. up. Real I didn't know that. Yeah. Socks with so eyes. So you, so in college, you were into, you were thinking. Yeah, this is- I was. Yeah, I was interested in college. I and uh, Henson had a character design contest. I entered that. Oh wow! But um, sorry, sorry. Just where were you, where did you grow up? Where where did you go to college? Or? I was in Rockaway, New Jersey. I was born in New York City okay. in the Bronx, and right. then I lived in Rockaway, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And then I was in college at Northwestern. So I did uh, a TV uh, project in college with my puppets, and then I had an internship in the PR department. And I, that only happened because that was the department that got back to me. You know, it's oh, not like right, I right. wanted to work in that. I wanted to get into the building. Yeah, yeah. So I did the interview and I did the internship and, um, you know, I, I was, I made it known that I was interested in, in performing and Jane Henson would invite me to some of the workshops. Oh, cool. And, um, then they were, we were doing a photo shoot with David Rudman and Camille Benora. It's a picture that's in the Jim Henson, the works book. Uh-huh. And it mm-hmm. was this sort of demo on what the, the puppetry style, how it works. Right. And I had uh, uh, David and Camille holding puppets, looking in a monitor, and um, just seeing their relationship to the camera. Yeah. And Camille's yeah. wearing the tall shoes, and, and just a, what that a might look like. And, and we had little diagram pointers yeah. on how everything was going to work. Right. And while we were setting it up, I put on the puppet and stood in for for David because he hadn't been. There yet, and I, I'm not sure if it was Richard Termini or John Barrett. One of them was setting up the picture, yeah. uh-huh. and I'm doing stuff with the puppet. And David Rudman comes in. He's looking, and he's like, "You know, you're not bad. You know, I'm going to talk to Kevin about you." Ah. And the next thing, you know, Kevin comes in to my office. I, I worked in the front room where that PR department was, and he comes in and comes to my desk, and he says, "So, uh, 
Rudman tells me you're a puppeteer. <laughs> <laughs> and so he invited me to some of his workshops. We did that. And I wow. was actually in the last scene of uh, Muppet Celebrate Jim Henson. Oh, no oh, kidding. Yeah. Wow. What'd you so do in there? I, did, I was Waldorf. Oh, nice. Uh, Duncan Kenworthy was uh, Statler. Statler. Oh, yeah. That's how, that's how far back we were. It was that's like awesome. It was me, it was very Duncan top Kenworthy, row, Bill Prady, and and Cheryl. Hey. And so you're in it. Yeah, man. I did that, and I did a penguin, and um, and uh, what happened was that my boss in the PR department, while she was very supportive of what I wanted to do she made it known. It's like, well, if you want to write, if you want to pursue writing, because I was all, I was also starting to work with Jerry Jewell on writing some stuff for the characters. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, if you want to pursue writing, that would be great because you can do that on your own time. But if you're going to start performing, it's going to be a problem that, that you would not be able to continue working for me because mm -hmm. I need someone who's going to be able to be here and answer the phone. Right, right, right. And do all the other stuff that I was doing. So oh, I yeah. sort of, Wait, can choice. I ask you something? So, yeah. so is this right? But so David Rudman likes to get his stick his hands and all kinds. Of, didn't he? He found, didn't me he, too. he found you too, right? He found yeah, me I too, but so. in a totally different way. <laughs> he didn't just come into the room and say, "You're good." I'm right. going to talk to Kevin about you. It <laughs> right. took a little more doing. Um, no, I was in. I was in college. We went to the same college. We both went to North Northwestern University, but, not but we were five. Time. We weren't undergrads together. We were five years apart. Right. We both I happened, was older. Yes, you both. We both happened to live in this residential college, uh, the communications residential college, and it happened to be a place where it had it had film and video equipment at a time when that was really expensive and hard to come by. Mm -hmm. Northwestern mm -hmm. had, I think, ten different residential colleges. There was the, a women's studies and an department. art. And like the AV room and the AD, right? Mm -hmm. A little yeah, bit. Really there was a dark. There was a working dark room. Right. Back when film was a thing, there was a working in in dorm radio station. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of amazing. Um, and I knew I found out who Craig was from people who had been undergrads when he was there. And also there was there was a tape library of all these projects that people who'd come before us had done in the dorm. We, and so I knew who he was before I met him. Oh, wow. um, yeah, yeah. So I Amazing. was exploring doing puppetry in college. And one of the projects I did won a college television award. And the publicity about that, um, Karen Rudman happened to see a, a one-inch story in the Sunday Tribune about this award. And Rudman was starting to do his own production stuff. And he was looking for local puppeteers. So no, now I know he was calling me to see if I was local, but uh, Chicago wasn't my home base. My mom and sister were living in North Carolina at the time. Uh -huh. I grew up in Pittsburgh. I graduate high school. My folks divorced. My mom and sister go to North Carolina. So then that became where I would go for spring right. and summer breaks. Right, right. So he calls me up and you know looks at my stuff. And <laughs> at that time, actually, it's interesting we talk about Camille because Camille was going to retire. She was going to leave because she was marrying the president of American Standard and she was becoming a corporate wife. She had a lot of mm. corporate She was duties. going from the toilet to the toilet. There you go. She was a really wonderful performer. You never, did you ever get to work with no, her? No, no. She was amazing. She came from the world of improv. I think someone had said she dated Jerry Seinfeld in the 80s. Oh yeah. Like, huh. yeah, she brought him to the studio one day before 
the, yeah, before he became what big. What is the deal with these puppets? <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> um, Why do they all have rugs? Exactly. So uh, Camille was leaving and they were having a, a an open call audition specifically for women. Uh, looking for more women. So he recommended me for the callbacks. And uh -huh. then it was a really long story as to how, how cool, I, how but cool I made the that? cuts and yeah, cool it was great. Yeah. You have Grandpa Dave. Dave. I know it's, it's so true. Cool. And now I, and now, you know, uh, I've done a lot of stuff for Spiffy Pictures. I know, right? Boss there. And, yeah. And um, Spiffy Pictures, you know, David and Adam, his brother, they're the ones who have let me write. I've written four episodes of Nature Cat, and wow. now they've let me write cool. for Don Quixote. So I joined the Writers Guild this year. Which oh, that's was awesome! Really exciting. Yeah, and no one else. You know, I pitched them an idea. Oh, look at you! You had you that go. all lined up, and that's from Sheep in the Big City. Yeah, you really did some. I had a, I had a friend <laughs> who was an animator on that, um, so no I knew kidding. about that. I used to watch that a lot. Yeah, you and five other people. Yeah. That was a show that I really, um, I was so lucky to get to work on. There was some great, great you, work. You know what? Yeah, can, you talk, cool. can you talk about that a little bit? You know, because you, I mean, every, well, I'm going to say you because you do so many different voices and characters for so many things over the years that I think people feel that, you know, the ones that have more notoriety are the ones that maybe you enjoy the most. But I think there are, there are often times where the things that maybe you know, don't explode and aren't the big thing, the big oh, yeah. that you love the most that you really yeah. enjoy doing. Can you talk a little bit about like what it's like to have a character that you worked on and you love and then it doesn't succeed, but it's still part of, Oh you know. yeah. There was a little pink jacket on Elmo's world that the, it, the eyes were on the hood and the hood was the mouth and it, it was a rod puppet. It was really complicated to work. It always required at least two people. Um, if the zipper went up and down, it needed three. And I love that little jacket. And the writers tried to put it in the show. We had two episodes where Zoe's jacket came to life. <laughs> it's so sad. Zoe was so lonely. She had no one to play with. Play <laughs> Except with her, her rock. With her rock, Rocco, her Zoe mobile, and her yeah. jacket. Um, and yeah, I was like, I did that three times. And, wow. you know, 20 years ago, at least. And it was just so nice. And it just... It was fine. You know, we you do those one-off characters all the time. Oops. That uh, oh, sorry, I did that. Go into okay. the ether and I just had to put that them. up there. Yeah, let me well, let me bring this up. Glad you like Chief that. Madison. Yes, I enjoyed it. Mo Willems became this rock star. That was yeah. before Mo Willems was like, you know, this generation's Doctor Seuss. Books. Yeah, yeah. Um, Here's so. Oh my god! All these characters and things. I just went through and pulled ones. Sure did. That, favorites and things that I saw on your reel and other things, but it must be fun just to get, to be oh, able yeah. to, uh, what's the right phrase? Just, you know, I can't think of the right phrase. No, Spread your wings and yeah, stretch a little and, and, and create so many different yeah characters and things. Yeah, what is I this? This is it. like the 50th of your, all of the characters. That yeah. <laughs> I'm really I'm, no, I feel very lucky though, because I like doing different things. Um yeah. it's it's fun to have a regular character, don't get me wrong. I mean, not just to have a character that gets to grow, but also you have a little job security, for lack of a better word, <laughs> when you're a regular character. It's uh if if there's gonna be a project, it's assumed that 
certain people are going to work on it. And I don't always have that assumption that I'm going to get to work on X, Y, and Z. But at the same time, I get to try new things and uh, be surprised. I love trying to surprise myself. I love trying to do something that I haven't done before. Mm. But then there are times where it's like, oh, yeah, just pull that voice out of that drawer and, yeah. and, and, and bring it to this character, but in a different way. It's not just the voice, you know, it's not just, yeah, yeah. it's never just the voice. Sure. Right. It's, it's, it's the, it's, it's the cadence or the attitude or, or, or whatever it is. And I tr always try to push. I think that makes me problematic because I'm always trying to push to do something different. I was really lucky when I was in college, I took children's theater and storytelling from a fellow named Reeves Collins, who is a Corpin and Cup winner. And he, he really taught me a lot about what theater for children and theater for young people is. And mm. it's about children, not necessarily to children. And right. so I'm trying to create a character that everyone will enjoy. And so mm. that it's not just about doing that same, you know, that I don't want to say this word to imply that everyone does it, but the namby pambiness of, of what preschool television can be across sure. all the There's stereotypes of everything, shows. right? There's stereotypes there of everything. Of and, and so you try and avoid that. Yeah, and it's easy to get into that cadence. So I've been trying to break that a little bit too, just to shake you it always. up for me. But Look, where's the maraschino cherry? Oh my gosh, Lady Richington. What was funny about Lady Richington is that she would she would always hit sheep with her uh, stainless steel wig. And went, at the, I always had to do those yelling lines at the end of the session because I would trash my voice. I, oh. I hadn't yet figured out how to do that without hurting myself. Right. So right. we would always bank those at the end. I'm sorry, no. I'm talking too much. No, no. You have fun things to no, say. Okay. No, I, I, you know what? I'm, we were going to do something actually we thought might be kind of fun because a lot of people are asking questions, but we want to kind of just do Let a me ask real quick before oh, we sorry, jump no. into into that, before we get off of our, our Sesame Street conversation, Jesse Oliver asked something a while back that I had on, on my mind too. And I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, how do you, how are you working on the set of Sesame Street? What's it like logistically? No, it's a really good question. Um, they have been following all of the safety protocols to the letter, the SAG-AFTRA, the way forward. Um, the actors are all tested three times a week. Uh, I We have very good masks that they provide for us. All the crew and cast were the exact same rated. It's, 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 it's not a KN95, but it's rated like an N95 mask. Um, because you're all on top of each other. Yeah, the, yeah, the crew is in the certain people who are on the crew who don't have to be in the studio aren't in the studio. Um, for actors who have to take off their masks, they want the puppeteers who are voicing characters to take off their masks for audio. Um, but say if I'm, you know, if I'm right handing, I don't have to take off my mask. Or if I'm doubling a character, I don't have to take off my mask if it's something that's going to be looped right. by another mm -hmm. character. That's the other thing. We do have some people who are out of town, who aren't able to come in. Uh, Frankie Cordero, David Rudman, uh, you know, uh, Chris Thomas Hayes, a lot of people who aren't so able to travel. Yeah, so there's some looping this season, but that's okay because that's, that's another thing that we do. We, yep. we double if someone mm -hmm. can't be there or if, um, if you've got two people who are voicing the same, you know, performing the same characters and one's in one, 
someone else has to do the other and then that character gets looped. So yeah. we, we double all the this time. This is a very important question here from Ben yeah. S. Yes. How, How is Oscar, Oscar tested when he has no nose? Hmm? Very carefully. Anyone? Whatever orifice can find. <laughs> test his no, mouth? No, obviously. Um, Blood uh, test. Yeah, no. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. He's a puppet. What? He's a puppet. He's a grouch. He's okay. a I'm sorry. La, 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 You know what, Billy? You know what we have to do? Hang him up. That's it. Get him out for a minute. That's right. We're not putting up with it. All right? Let's bring him back. Let's see if they behave themselves. All right. Okay. Hey, what'd you say about Oscar? Something. They take a blood test. Yeah, they take a blood test. It's all serology. Yeah. Actually, he has antibodies because of living and all that stuff for so long. The trash helps you build up an immunity. That's right. But that is not medical advice. Don't live in trash. Still wear a mask. Right. Even if you live in trash, that's good advice. Hey, wanna play um, uh wanna play pick a number and, sp yes. and spin our 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 un our uh our, what do you call it? It's not a real wheel, but I just it's do this. Virtual a virtual wheel. Yeah. Our you mind pick wheel. a number, Craig? Pick a well, number. From what to what? Well, well I'm, I'm gonna have you uh you're each gonna pick a number for yourselves because I have two groups of pictures. Right. Um so pick from like one to nineteen. Okay, should I go first? Yeah. Uh I'm gonna pick nine. Number nine. Nine. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Here we go. What do you have to say about this? Uh, Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's the the, the uh, title frame from the documentary <laughs> that I did about Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. That you mm -hmm. edited right like I, feet away. Just feet away. And what year was uh, what year is that? That when was oh six, I think. It was. I was yeah, doing "I Love You" because. Yeah, it was about a, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Wow. It really? was for. Um, yeah. I think it was it. Yeah, I think I. Guess, I was doing. Wow. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So I had gotten a call from the people at um, Henson and and Hit Entertainment, and they were about to do a new DVD, mm -hmm. uh, and it was shortly after Disney bought the Muppets. So this DVD was going to have no Kermit segments. Ah. Uh. Right. And they were looking to have some added value to the DVD. And they had found about 25 minutes of behind the scenes footage. Wow. Oh, right. And they, they called me up and they said, would you want to write some voiceover that can go with this behind the scenes footage? Yeah. <gasps> Do they just freeze? I was looking oh. at it. What? what? Are, Are you frozen slow? there? A second. Yeah. But oh, go, okay. just go back a little bit. Oh. You said, so they, they want you to write some voiceover for yeah. the behind the scenes footage. Yeah, they wanted me to write some voiceover to go with behind the scenes footage. Yeah. And I looked at it and I thought it would be kind of boring if it was just voiceover and behind the scenes footage. So I called it. Puppeteering them up. is an interesting thing to do. And I said, <laughs> if you could. You can see the puppeteers yeah. working the puppet underneath the stage. And I, I called them. I said, if you can come up with a little money, I can go shoot some interviews right. and make a little behind the scenes featurette. And they came up with a little money. And then I started going out and calling people and, and doing these interviews. And it went from being, you know, a, it was going to be like a 10 or 20 minute thing. <laughs> and it went to being longer, <laughs> longer than the show. Than Emmett, yeah. right. awesome. So it's like a, it's about an hour long. And I had gotten interviews with Jerry Nelson and with Paul Williams and Michael Frith and Carolee Wilcox, Marilyn Sokol. And, Marilyn Sokol and um, oh, who else? Did uh... Oh, and Cheryl. Oh, Cheryl. Yeah, Cheryl. And then, um, and Jerry and Jewell 
uh, playfully uh, declined. He was <laughs> he was sore about Kermit not being a part of it. Oh, so right. that was his his really uh, wish he'd been able his to statement. Wow. Well, can, uh, well, people, if, if they haven't seen it, if people, I'll, I'll, chances are most of our folks who <laughs> watch this have. But if you haven't, it's really good. But happily, yeah. the new uh, DVD and and um, Blu-ray now has Kermit restored. Oh, nice! And it still has a documentary on it. Although oh. it, I would lo love to go back and and redo it because then we can yeah. put in the things with Kermit and make right. It Bring right, it up right. to date, but, but it was you did a great job, man. It was really yeah, good. and that's and, and also indirectly, I, I felt uh, in the process of making that, I uncovered the lost song, right? Because oh. there was a, a song born in a trunk that Paul Williams had no recollection. Wow, of, wow. Uh, that's right. Trunk. And we had gotten from out of storage. We had gotten the playback reel that they used on the set. And that was like the, wow. the best quality audio of the songs. And I think that that playback reel is what they remastered the album from. Oh, that makes sense. Um, wow. So we got that and I had it transferred and, and it's like, what's this extra song? And I played it for, I sent it to Paul and he's like, I, now I remember. <laughs> and then when they did the musical yep. and he finished the song. Oh, oh so really? if you hadn't done that, I don't know that. that that song would have been in the show. Yeah, probably not. They probably yeah. would have found it eventually. Maybe. I don't know. But I mean, no, I, I have Craig, to. No, you, Craig. You, no, you've done a you lot of. Um, you've done a lot of uncovering of stuff from the archives that you've managed to help get, you know, transferred and out to the light of day. Um, it's, I'm really proud of the work True. that he's done with the legacy and That's getting yeah, those yeah. Wilkins commercials transferred to high definition and the counting films transferred to high definition. And Oh, my gosh. That's and finding things in the process you didn't even know were there. That is true. Yeah. We do want to talk about the legacy. Should we just do it now while do while it. we're on the subject? Do it. Do it. Yeah, do it. Yeah. yeah. What well, um yeah. look, I'll even give you a graphic. Yeah. Watch it'll inspire you to speak look. about it. Aww. Aww. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of the Jim Hamilton legacy. <laughs> Good evening. Mr. Shemin, what is it like being a part of such an incredible legacy of Behind the works of the incredible Jim Henson, is it? Was it? Is it something close to your heart? It is. It's good. <laughs> Why no, is it it's, close to your heart? Mr. How do you nurture it, it? No, it's it's wonderful because it was, um, you know, as and one of the things that's very important about the Jim Henson legacy is that we are we celebrate Jim Henson's work, and we never go around saying. Hey, you know, in the old days, it was something special, and you know, we right. celebrate the the past, but we also celebrate that the fact that the characters go on and mm -hmm. and live on, and we celebrate the work that Disney and <clears throat> Henson Company and Sesame Workshop, and they all continue to do fabulous work. Mm -hmm. And right, what right. the Jim Henson legacy of, is is about is making sure that audiences don't forget that it started with this guy. Because while the Henson Company still has Jim's name attached to it, the Disney Muppets aren't allowed to use Jim's name, right. and what? Sesame Street doesn't really use Jim's name that much. I think there's still Jim Henson's Sesame Street Muppets. No, it's just, it just the just Sesame Street, Street Muppets. Yeah, so I didn't know that. the yeah. Jim Henson legacy tries to continue to connect Jim's name to all his work, right? And you know, which is amazing because it's how it that. should be. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, none of it, none, none of these folks would have this stuff. Yeah, it wasn't kind of avoiding it. And yeah. my favorite part it's of it ownership. is finding the stuff that, that people haven't been able to see and, and getting it out there and doing the, the high definition stuff. And even in the past few weeks, we've been, you know, making inroads to finding stuff that's still lost. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And you can't give us a little hint or tease. I I can gi- te- well, I can give you a hint that, um, we may be able to, when we start to do screenings again, I'm hoping that there may be, um, there may be some footage from, uh, what, what did you do? You killed me. (laughs) (laughs) He redacted you. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, and that's what you have to look forward to. Oh, (laughs) you have to look forward to redacted. Oh, yep. He cut you off. I did not get to hear even more. I don't know. Well, what they don't want to get sued. I don't, don't want to get sued. They're smart boys. No, no, I was just joking. Please tell us. No. <laughs> okay. Um, when in in the uh, late sixties, early seventies, Jim and Jerry Nelson and and the Muppet Group did um, a nightclub act for um, Nancy Sinatra's night. It, it was a di- big Vegas act for Nancy Sinatra. With oh, big, yeah. big, you know, with bossmen puppets, and it was oh, huge. Then, did you already say Jerry? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. And um, they did that for quite a while. And in the early seventies, I think it was, it was shot for a TV special. No, you did not find footage of that. And wow. yeah, the special was never finished, but the footage exists, and we are in discussions now with oh, Nancy Sinatra's wow. people to. Uh, hopefully uh, obtain a copy of it. <clears throat> wow. They used to seem, love to talk about uh, that. Yeah, yeah they but seem amiable. Everybody watching at home, don't tell anybody. Yeah, don't tell anybody. <laughs> it's just for here. It's yeah. just for our little group because yeah. sometimes- Just the see, special people here. Yeah. And, um, you know, we right. also, the legacy just got a full uh, set of uh, the Jimmy Dean shows. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, oh. Yeah. yeah. It's with, great. with the exception of four that were in rough condition, we're, we still may be able to get after those. But uh, the the uh, cool. Jimmy Dean's uh, wife gifted the legacy a set of the high definition. Oh, uh, nice! Scopes. Wow, yeah, look at you, the legacy's man. been doing it. I know the, the legacy has been really fortunate um, to to be in contact with really great people in the industry. You know, Andrew Salt with the Ed Sullivan and. Um, Cavitt's people have been very kind and um oh and uh, well and then jimmy dean's uh you know uh, estate and um er i'm forgetting someone oh the carson oh carson people carson people have been fantastic because they've been able to we've been able to get uh their i don't know if you know the, the the carson archive has digitized all the stuff all the Carson episodes. That, Only that the stuff I see at existence. like two o'clock in the morning when I turn yeah. to a channel and says, yeah. Carson right. Is- <laughs> That's well, there's a database. There's a Carson database that right. if you wanted to license a clip from Johnny Carson, you can search by guest date mm. subject. And we'll actually, uh, in this database, you can actually search for things, not even appearances, but things that were oh, mentioned in right. his monologue. No way. Wow. Yeah. So if you wanted to find out when he talked about, you know, Miss Piggy in a monologue, mm-hmm. it'll come up. Right. And then you can uh, you can license it directly from the website. Yeah. And once that clears, you can, you know. And one of the things that that's a common element is that whenever there are actual people that own it, yeah. like the, their <laughs> children yeah. and grandchildren and, the, and uh, estates, you know, we tend to have very good relationships with with the people. 
Yeah. It's right. when it, your corporation's involved, it gets harder to track down permissions and, and or it gets rights. very expensive. Yeah. Well, and that's a tribute to you though, because there's some people don't know how nigga, to, you could to say no to that please. It's like you know, you think about Martin Baker or people, you know, right. there've always been people connected with Henson that just have a certain way about them that people appreciate because they're not they're good people, you know. Right. They're Craig isn't out to like get the stuff, you know. He, yeah. He's trying to do something for for people to enjoy it and and for it right. to live on. And, and I mean, they, heaven knows you're not making money. From I this. certainly am. But <laughs> you know what? One of the examples when we were doing the clearances for um, Atlanta, yeah, for yeah. the Center, Center for, for Puppetry, Puppetry Arts, Arts, we wanted to use a clip from the Dick Cavett show, mm -hmm. right. and Cavett had licensed all of his library to this outside company. And you know, not, I don't begrudge them making money because right. that they had to pay money to to get yeah. the rights, and uh, and they came back with a quote that was so high that we wouldn't have been able to use the clip. No. Mm -hmm. So I had had a little bit of a, of a relationship with Dick because I had written a, a screenplay called Dick Cavett Ruined My Life. <laughs> oh yeah, and we did a reading of it at the Writers Guild uh, in New York, and thank you. We Frank. were able to get ah. Uh, we were able to get uh, Cabot to play himself in in the screen. Oh, wow, wow! So we yeah. had a little quality time with with. Uh, so you had a connection. Yeah. So I emailed him, and uh -huh. I told him what the situation was, and his assistant emailed back the exchange that he sent, which was, "Well, why don't we just let them have it for nothing?" And good people create good, good things. Good people yeah. create good things. Good for you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. In the wheel. Yeah, uh, 12. 12. Oh, this is a good one. I really want to hear about this. Ready? Oh, uh, Julie's green room. Like, like, am I dreaming? You know, was this one of those moments? It, it kind of was. It, there's a there's a fun there's a fun story that's not really about Julie. Her hair and makeup guys. Oh, and why are their names escaping me? As I get older, I'm just getting terrible with names. Barry Do you remember the scene in SOB where yeah. she's just That's... had the tranquilizer and she's on the leaning board singing, there are only five bullets in my old six shooter because <laughs> yeah. I had to say goodbye to Mona. Mona. That's right. Well, the hair and makeup guys that are in that shot were her actual hair and makeup guys who worked oh, with her cool. on Julie's green room. And I would have lunch with them occasionally. And because uh, SOB, if you haven't seen that film, oh, it, is, yeah, it like gets it better and better every time I watch it. And she yeah. loved talking about it, too. She did enjoy talking about she it. She was a little tired of, of Mary Poppins. And, and sound and music. Is that, music. Yes. Debut? is that her topless debut, SOB? That's her topless that? debut, yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 And yeah. her saying yes, and her swearing and right. things like that. And um, But... Uh, yeah, so talking to the guys about about that movie and then her talking about it, um, I think she said that her father used to sing that song. There mm. were only five bullets in my old six shooter. Oh, her wow. stepfather. Mm. I don't remember whether it was her father or her stepfather. Um, but yeah, so I, unfortunately, because I was puppet captain on that show, I didn't have a lot of free time to sit and uh, listen to the stories. Yeah, I was sure. running around trying to get intel and figure stuff out. So other people could just do this. Right. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, it's very hard to try to convince a legend. It's not because I don't love you. <laughs> because here's the thing. 
I had the Mary Poppins uh, soundtrack when I was growing up. I had very few record albums. I had a bunch of Sesame Street albums, the Carpenters hits 1969 to 1971, and the Mary Poppins soundtrack. And I know every diphthong on the Mary Poppins soundtrack. And <laughs> she taught me to sing. I mean, she right. really did. Right. Between her and Karen Carpenter, I learned everything I needed to know about phrasing. I learned everything I needed to know about telling a story. I learned everything I, you know, I, granted you can't learn technique that way, but well, I was influenced really heavily by, uh, by hearing her voice. And, and right. I really, you know, I, I wanted to be, I, I, I even said this in a Playbill interview in the Avenue Q time. I wanted to be an amalgam of Julie Andrews, Bette Midler and Madeline Kahn. Yeah. That's what I wanted to be. Right. Uh, the best of all those women. And I'm sure there are so many people. I probably burned it at Peter's as well. And uh, uh, yeah. And can you put so up many. number eight? I was just going to say, talk Who's about number eight. You know, uh, Steph's number eight. Yeah. Um, uh, this, your singing, your voice. And, and the fact that, Aww. you know. The, and that's Kate uh, on Pyramid, speaking of game shows. Uh, <laughs> right. The Donnie Osmond Pyramid, which <laughs> I was very proud of that appearance, by the way. I won two contestants $10,000 each, and I wow. had to do it with a puppet on my hand. And <laughs> even better than that, since I am a huge game show fan, Stephanie brought back her, her gift bag for me. So yes. I got the, the oh, pyramid uh, tote bag, tote bag and, and, beach towel. and beach towel and hat. Nice, nice. But sorry, we, thank you no, for saying the stuff about no, the singing. No, no, but I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I always wondered when I, when I knew you were going to do Avenue Q, I always, and then I saw that you were being nominated all over the place, oh. and that you're, you're nominated for Best Actress, and then you oh. win, and then you're nominated I for lost. Tony. Well, but you, you the show won. won. The show, I lost. Right, but you were nominated for Best Actress in a Musical, a Tony I Award. I was. I mean. Do, are you, you know just who I was dreaming? nominated against that year? No, who? I was nominated against Kristen Chenoweth and Adina Menzel in Wicked, Don, Don, Donna Murphy in Wonderful Amateurs. Town, Tanya Pinkins in Carolina or Change. There oh was a God. whole New York Times article about that race. And <laughs> I was I was disqual I was discounted by the third paragraph. I was called by the New York Times twice, I kid you not the Dennis Kucinich of the category. <laughs> yeah. You had I, to be alive I, in 2004, kids. You know what? Yeah. That means. <laughs> they didn't have it. Actually, they had it a lot easier, I think, than you did. You, well, you're multitasking in that yeah, role. That's true. Well, but, but, now, but, but if you look at it strictly as far as the role is concerned, she doesn't carry the show. And I think no. that the other women who were nominated for the shows are in roles that are, thank you, Scott. But uh, I one of the things that's interesting, a lot of people don't know this, is that you had to be specially classified to be nominated for Best Actress. Oh, everyone does, though, because yeah. my name wasn't above the title. Because oh. technically, in the rules of the Tonys, uh, you can only be Best Actor or Best Actress if you have billing above t the title oh, or if there's or, like yeah. there's there's what it's not an education so you, so, what's so the, the tony the eligibility eligibility uh, like things they have so meetings you, like twice a year to so to you were so good that they changed that see it wasn't about good i think it's about the 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 weight of the the show do you know what i mean it's the same thing where if a big star is playing a supporting role and that but, star's I mean, name may be above the title but the role doesn't really yeah, you know no what? I don't want to hear. I don't, I don't hear this. I don't care. 
All I know. Your story is all I know. I was really lucky. Oh, thank you. I was so lucky to get to do it. Well, and one of the cool things was having people come to see you in that show that, you know, mm. Jerry oh, Jewell came to see yeah. you, Jerry Nelson. Yeah. Uh, and Bob, Carol. the night that Bob came, Bob Carol McGrath Stinney. came backstage. Yes. Everyone. Uh, and, uh, and then, uh, well, and then, uh, and Frank. And Frank, Frank Oz came. Well, oh, Frank sorry. was going to come to the Vineyard Theater uh, off Broadway, you, and we had to cancel that performance that night because yeah. we had a cast injury. And uh, yeah, that was. Didn't you pass him while he was on the we way did. to the theater? We did. Everybody uh, was leaving. Yeah, that's a. I don't want to talk about that. But um, yeah, no, all like, the, the, and then the Sesame cast, Sonia and Roscoe, and you know, you're and, on and Allison Bartlett, and you're on Broadway. Steph. But then you, you also the, the 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 cool famous people we got to meet. You know, you you know what that's like working on Muppets tonight. I was mm. I was raising my and not everybody came backstage. So right. one night uh, after the show, I was raising out front raising money for Broadway Cares with the with the bucket because sometimes cast members run out and do that after the curtain call. Right. And one of the ushers, Rita, comes up to me and says, Stephanie, Patricia Neal. And <laughs> Patricia Neal had come to the show, and I'm wow. there with my bottom, like able to tell her. Ms. Neal, a face in the crowd is one of my favorite films. Oh, oh I love doing that film. And that. She was <laughs> totally hunched over. She wasn't going to be able to go backstage. Lauren McCall. Lauren wow. McCall did come backstage. Wow. And I, yes. And she came early on. She came, um, she came with, uh, Kitty Carlisle. Kitty Carlisle. That's right. Wow, Kitty Carlisle. No Kitty Carlisle Hart. <laughs> did she have but a anyway, big fox around her neck? Um, she, I don't think she had it. No, because it was still August or something like that. It was like, it was not fox weather. Right, But right. <laughs> fully made up. But, but, but Ms. McCall, I, I'll never forget. She said, she said to me, I will get to that Finding Nemo story in just a second. Yes, um, sorry, she said, I can't believe it. She said, I can't wait until the cast recording comes out so I can sing It Sucks to Be Me while I rock <laughs> you. The woman with the fancy feast voiceover voice. The woman who sang, but alive, but alive. <laughs> I'm, I, I, and I pictured her, I'm sure she did do her own vacuuming in her uh. probably Upper West Side apartment. Yes. Looking fabulous, and hopefully she sang "It Sucks to Be Me." That's um, great. I so yes, tell yeah. Us. So working on a puppet show and not doing anything with the puppets, I did the same thing with Book of Pooh. I I was just a voiceover. All those voices were pre-recorded. That was a puppet show, and I was lucky enough to get to do the voice of Kessie, but I didn't puppeteer her. But that's a long story as to why I didn't. I mean, really, with Finding Nemo, the musical, it was just uh, Bobby Lo Bobby and Kristen Lopez. We're like bringing in buddies to do this concept out, or well, not concept album. It was it was going to well, be was, the souvenir the recording. They were going to sell at the park. Yeah. So oh, right, right. They right, were just right. like, hey, here's some fun people who do character voices. What kills me, I, <laughs> they when they were doing a reading of Finding Nemo in 2005. It was the week we went to Northwestern. We went to Northwestern to talk to some of the theater kids, and that was the week they were doing a Finding Nemo musical, and they wanted me to come in and read Dory. For their work, for their reading workshop, and uh, and I couldn't do it. I missed oh. my big chance. You know, chance. not not only I mean you've done Broadway, but you've also done Carnegie Hall uh, with with Bill and 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 John Tartaglia, who can uh, buy and yeah. tell me at this point. It's, it's crazy. Like Little most Johnny people King. know, 
there weren't any great photos of you on stage during the show because they didn't record it. So right. this is from the rehearsal of the day or two before. I blame well, Craig for that. I, you can well, blame me. I yeah. can actually I blame, Craig, blame Craig because Craig's the one who had the idea to put me as myself in the show. It was oh. your idea. Well, it was an idea. It was a way That's love. of- You call of, that love. That's love. It was also amortizing cost. Because I knew that oh, if we yeah. had Stephanie, we could go. have her do something in the show and puppeteer. That's right. <laughs> and I want to say I want to give you know a very nice little uh, thank you to to Bill because when what we I were do. putting this together, you know we had a certain amount of money, and each of the puppeteers were getting this uh, stipend, this stipend honorarium, and um, we had a certain amount, and it did not include. Uh, enough for everybody we wanted to do. And once we had planned to do this show, Disney figured, okay, well, we'll tack on some production. And oh. unbeknownst to us, that was also when Frank was doing the Muppet Guys talking, oh. yeah. which we oh, didn't find true. out yeah, about. We didn't know. Until, Best kept secret so in the biz. You guys were coming in anyway. So all of a sudden it was like, oh, wait, Bill's coming in and yeah. we don't have to pay to fly him in. So I, if you I recall, I, I called up Bill and I said, listen, we're doing this Carnegie Hall show. And, you know, I don't have a lot of money left in the budget, but, you know, it would be great to have Rolf open the show. And I said, no, I, I said, no, I want a lot of money. <laughs> That's right. If only you did. As would, you do. <laughs> no, he said, I don't need money. Let me do it. I want to do it. What he did yeah. for love. Are you kidding? Of course I wanted to do it. Are you kidding? Oh my God. Let me show this bad. again. Here's, here's that with everybody. Name. Oh yeah, God. it wouldn't have been the same without you there, Bill. Well, this yeah. was so it wonderful. Was, and that, so we did that, and we did. Uh, I got to write a concert we did in New Zealand, and I think it, those are the only two live performances since the Muppets were sold, where we were able to have all three of Jim's characters groups, character mm. groups together in one show. Oh, right. We had Sesame, yeah. we had Fraggle, and we had uh, the classic Muppets. Mm. I'll tell you another favorite of my shows that you wrote a live show was when we did Muppet Fest. Oh, that was, and, and you directed it. You guys wrote a great show. That's, oh, I love that show. Jim Lewis and I, we had so much fun doing that. And yeah. I'm so glad that you were doing it because I think what happened was that Brian was busy yep. doing stuff and it didn't look like it was going to be a, as big of a show right. as it, later became so yeah. i think brian said billy why don't you do this yeah with martin like this? and martin was available there so yeah martin, martin was like was was putting kind together. of like yeah. martin he was, was line producer yeah but yeah we and, all kind of just did it together we made yeah it and work. i have a sneaking feeling that if brian knew how big it was going to get he would have been available he would have directed it himself because <laughs> I, I while we were putting it together i saw him off to the side sort of right, right. getting a little jealous hey, this is pretty good it. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Jim Lewis, <laughs> speaking of Jim Lewis, guess who's our guest next Sunday? <gasps> oh, oh is you it, booked wait, Lewis. Is it Jim Lewis? Yeah. Hey, well, you'll have to wait and see. We got oh, big Jim. Good guy. Another Booten. another New Jerseyan. Yes. Jim Jim and I grew up only like uh, 10 miles away from each other. He's booting, right? He's booting. I'm yeah. Rockaway the next. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't yeah. meet until two you towns were, over. But you didn't meet before no. you came to Henson. No. But uh, when I was first working at Henson and I would take the Lakeland bus from, from Rockaway to Manhattan, 
-hmm. if I was going to just, you know, originally I was living there, but then I would go and visit my parents. And sometimes I would, you know, run into Jim on the bus coming in because it would be the same. We would go right past the Lewis and Carrie (laughs) funeral home. I was just going to say, did you ever see the funeral home? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've always wanted to see it. I have never seen it. Who else uh, did you see on the rock on the on the Lakeland bus? Jane once? Krakowski. That's right. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. yeah from you, time to time, she she really, also um, she grew up in Parsippany, so sometimes she would take the bus. And <laughs> we sat together once, and we chatted a little bit, and that's when I found out that she had auditioned for Labyrinth. Really? Wow. Hey, you know that's that? every other child, uh, young child yeah. actor. Wow. When Craig and I were talking a day or two ago. You let me know, and people will be fascinated to hear this. Tell them about Joy Behar. Oh, yeah. Oh. Joy Behar had told us when we were doing The View with with Miss Piggy, Piggy once, mm-hmm. Joy said that that Jim had uh, tried gotten tried to get her to be a puppeteer when she was really? first starting out as, as a yeah, comedian. Yeah, isn't that funny? That's wild. I didn't know that. Yeah. And she didn't really have the, the chops for it. Did she say it was a height thing? No. 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 Okay. Look at Fran. Fran was oh, I know. But you know what I mean. Like Right, right. Well, did, do you guys know the Lisa Kudrow thing where she got she auditioned for dinosaurs? Oh no! No, as I didn't know that. Performer. As a super, wow. really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow! Yeah. Look at you! you. Know, Look Sammy's- at me! You could have been hobnobbing with. Ah. You could have been sweating with Kudrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Sammy hey, Davis was the original Ernie. What's we that? Come to learn that Sammy Davis Jr. was the original. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not a lot of people know that. Not not a lot yeah, of people. He did know the that first season. season. We yeah. like to break news. Bert Men. Yeah. Hey yeah. Bert Men. Hey, yeah. uh, how you doing there, Bert Men? We're not gonna let's instead of doing the pick a number. Yeah, look, we're already. I'm trying. This this flies by so fast. People are we're saying really on. nice things in the comments, and I know we can't really talk about a lot of them, but well, uh, I mean, I'd love to. It's just like I feel like we're already like. Uh, oh, Good. What were you gonna? How long can you guys can you stick around a little? Well, we got plenty you, of time. Yeah, we got nothing to do. <laughs> we got nothing right. to do. Because I failed. Why don't we just pull up stuff that we know we want to talk about here, like this? Oh, yeah. see, Bill and I on the yeah. same show, but never together. Although, Bill, I, I, yeah, I, I, I emailed you, and you never emailed me back, be- and I wasn't sure if you were mad at me or not. What? I had to do Frumpus's hand in a shot. And I didn't they write brought, back. Yeah, I apologize because they hired because it was just for me to come in and like oh. grab something. I just had to come in and with a hand. Yeah, I you was pissed what? off. I was so pissed off. I'm sure you were. I was yeah, worried. I, just I was get, genuine. I could not my, bring myself to respect. I took her out. Oh, you got her out. Good. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens when you try and do the hand you, of my character. When you cross the paisan, <laughs> that's what happens. Don't mess with the Beretta boys. I'm so sorry. I I don't no, no, no. I don't recall like I might have a- had a bad email address for you. But I know that I after it happened it was just I was feeling so well that Roman that lapsed Catholic guilt. No. <laughs> um yeah, just because I knew well, first of all, I'm sure they weren't going to fly you out to do a hand. Oh, God, no. And I didn't even know what it was when they called me. And then it's like, "Oh, it's I have no like, idea. Oh, Bill's character. I it's swear, like, I have no idea. I. It's okay. I, I don't even know if I. I don't even know what that is. What was it? What, it was what at did the end do? of the first episode of the new season where Frumpus like came back. Handing it was money just like something. handing money over or a briefcase or shaking. It was shake. It was a handshake. I swear, I didn't even. It was I don't literally even a handshake, but it was that little <laughs> orange hand. All right. 
Yeah, there he is. No, and that was, other stuff on Kimmy. Well, that was the you, thing. So then, five episodes later was the Jan episode, and it oh, was I because see. I did that handshake that they so called the audition for Jan. Well, do you? So I kind of owe you for being in LA. <laughs> if you had also done you the lived, hands for the for uh, yeah, Pupatsa, that's Pupatsa. true. That's true. I had been there before. The yes. character that uh, the grandmother, I, Mikey's I, I, grandma, that Joey played. I did the hands and they made up my hands. They put makeup on them. Oh, really? So oh, wow. yeah, to make them almost look wooden too. Oh, so wow. I had this 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 old craggy makeup on my hands all day. And uh, yeah, so I had yeah. done the show before, yeah, but that's just- That's what I thought. I thought you were on there before all That's that. true. You, you know, it was funny. Not on my reel. Uh, when when Billy did the the last um, frumpus bit in the, in the last feature for Kimmy, yeah. Ben and I went up to meet him in New York and, uh, and when we went to a damn. fitting and did the whole thing, right? <laughs> Billy, Billy went through a whole fitting for his character. And he's like, well, I haven't received the, received the script yet. I'm not quite sure. He went, And he finally found out that they just wanted the well, I in there. So, huh? I, I kept asking. I kept saying, because they flew me in a day early, like extra uh -huh. early to do a fitting for myself. Oh. And I kept looking at the script and saying, but is, is Lonnie actually in it? Right. And they were like, well, let, let, let us get back to you, but you should come in. And so I wasn't even in the thing, but we went through all the exercise of getting fitted and what I was going to wear. And well, I said, I said, what about the beard? Do they have the beard? And he was like, oh, you had a beard for the. It was <laughs> so it ended up, well, it was just, which I was glad it was just from. Well, but Lonnie didn't go to hell. No spoilers, but I know, but it maybe that's the implication. They had the name and the, like they right. did, they would do both names next to each other. I know? see. So right. I, I just kept asking, like, I guess I'm in it. And they were like, well, let us make, let's find out. Here, I have, a, I have an image for I'm Craig. sorry. Uh, I'm sorry you didn't. I'm sorry you went through that. Oh, that, Because they, an actor fine. prepares. I didn't mind at prepares. all. I got to stay in New York and Brooklyn and hang yeah. out. I got to see my That's brother, so my nice. nephew. It's nice. All right. How about this one, Craig? Uh, that that guy over there, over there in the white shirt, that's a fellow named Gene Beretta. Yeah. What does he do? Uh, I'm not sure. He's a yeah. nice he, man. We did. This is the we do a, all of these. You know, when when going out to things was a thing. Yes. Uh, we would do uh, these great presentations. We did a whole like six months of things for the the 50th anniversary of Sesame Street, and this was a a, a screening that we did highlighting the different short films of Sesame Street. So mm -hmm. uh, all the way, yeah, yeah William Wegman, Wegman yeah. and uh, Gene Beretta, and then the guy on the end uh, on the website is John R. Dilworth, who was the creator of Courage the Cowardly Dog, which, which I learned right. on. Yeah. So, oh, uh, right. Your old boss. Yeah, and, and for uh, Sesame Street, he did Noodles and Ned. And so right. we had uh, some of the short film people come out and we uh, showed some of their clips and then some other uh, shorts from Sesame Street. But it's one yeah. of the great things is, excuse me, is to get people uh, out to a theater and, and revisit parts of, of the Henson uh, world that they may not be that familiar with. Hey, don't yeah. hide your light under a bushel. You got to do a voice on Courage the Cowardly I did. Dog. I was eggplant. I was, uh, I think eggplant it was eggplant number two, number two or three. three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a script <laughs> that I had written. And our um, voice director on that was Peter Fernandez, who was the voice of Speed Racer. Wow. Oh, wow. I forgot so, about wow. that. I, I just, want, I just want to say before we oh, pass on. Did he go that, like that? Oh, 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 oh. 
I just want to say thank you though for including me in that. It was a real honor to oh, just it was great. not only be a I, part of that show, but just to do something at Momi, which was really wonderful. Well, it was you know, great to have you there, Gene. It was just good to see oh, you. And too. an hour sleep, remember? Yes, but I had remembered, you know, you'd always told me that you had done the films on Sesame. So you were one of the first people I thought of when we were going to do this. Uh, Hey, Gene, can you put that picture up just again real quick? I just want to see something just real fast. Do you have it right there or did it go far? No, but hang on. Give me a sec. Just for a sec. Yeah. Why don't we bake her? Yeah. Wasn't that one of the- That was Arnold Stang. Yeah. Take a question. Take a question. Who I met in the elevator when I joined AFTRA. Who? The day I joined after in 1993, I saw Arnold Stang in the elevator. Oh, yeah? Yes. And I happened to say, Mr. Stang, it's a mad, 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 mad world is one of my husband and ours favorite films. Oh, my gosh, you are wearing the same shirt. <laughs> this is one of my shirts, my go-to uh, wearing for events shirts. You know, real Thank people you, in the real world wear clothes more than once. Yeah. Just so you know, kids. It's well, not like we, it's not like, you know, you work for the Muppets okay. and you get a tissue box full of disposable clothes. I'm actually. Oh, you got the blacks. Yeah, I'm oh, animatronic. I'm not Black. really. Oh, and wait, did you notice, <laughs> did you notice this though? Um, I'm wearing John Dilworth's shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, you are. Oh, wow, you got his Well, his, his is a little more of a boat neck thing going on, but yeah. yeah. It, it's Holy stretched. Cow. I stretched it out a little bit. No, it's good. And Marshall nice... Grover is right. Please remember to donate to, to Momi. And they have a great Kickstarter that's going on now. And oh, yeah? I've donated something that should be uh, being added to their Kickstarter soon. It has nothing to do with Muppets or Henson, but it's it's a... But a you uh, all need to make a pilgrimage out there once things reopen up and all yeah. that. Yes, things. absolutely. It's amazing. Well, it's just, just, a to great see, just to see Just to see the Jim Henson exhibit. Yeah, Alone. but even apart from the Henson, they have so many great touring exhibits that have gone through there. They had the Mad Men exhibit a few years back. Which they, they, had, they started. They, 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 they did. They curated They created yeah. that. They had the Scorsese exhibit. Mm -hmm. um, I became and they friends had the with Chuck the Jones guy, exhibit. Yeah, I became friends with the guy who contributed, uh, I think, majority of all those old movie projectors and cameras that you mm -hmm. have. Oh, wow. Yeah. Those are amazing. Yeah. Ah. Ah, someone wants to know about can the Sam Can you talk a little bit about that, Craig? I You're can. Sure. I'm happy to. I'm... Getting Thanks, to the Madison. point where there's Jesse, an actual Jesse Oliver too book. also was wondering yeah. about. That. Um, yeah, yeah it, it's getting to the point where it's there's actually something that I just sent to Karen Falk to, to take a look at. Oh. There's about uh, you know there's a manuscript of about 360 pages now, um, and we're continuing to do research and stuff. Uh, Mr. Frank Oz has done the foreword for the book. Oh, beautiful! And. Um, it's really fascinating. I'm continuing to learn so much. And that's one can, of the great things about doing this. Can I ask you, like, without giving away too much, what kind of the thread of it is? Is it is it about the inception? I mean, is it just, is it basically, not just, is it how it began and where it went? Yep. Or is there another thread of some kind? No, it's, no. it's basically in two halves. And the first right. half of the book is the story of how it began and what kind of, what the show was and the story yep. of how it developed and, yep. um, and 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 also there's a chapter that's really strictly devoted to the technical aspect of it mm. and oh, how cool. it was produced and what the timeline is, what the schedule Great. that Jim followed was, Great. and you know talking about the specifics of monitors and stuff. And then uh, the second half of the book is sort of uh, an episode guide, as much as one can be compiled. So it's uh, synopses of all of the of um, the the sketches that survive either right. on wow. or on audio recording and a list of 
as many of the records that we can, um, you know, uh, track down that were actually used on on the concert. Uh, the music uh, research, the, the music research so, has taken a lot of time. Yeah, so wow. um, it it we're, we're listing the records and and who performed and and wrote them, as mm. well as little you know little facts about the the records and how they relate. So we don't okay. know what was visually done. But the reader would be able to sort of imagine a Muppet treatment based on the information. When right, you're also talking right. about the scripts, you're including, uh, when you talk about the episodes, you're also talking about what happened in the SK commercials. Uh, when, when we know, yeah. yeah. I mm. mean, here's the thing. One of the great things that uh, makes this book possible is that only about a dozen kinescopes survive. But a few mm -hmm. years back, about four or five years ago, they uncovered this box that had uh, 44 or 45 reel-to-reel -reel tapes in it. And wow. those had uh, audio air checks for more than 400 episodes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So um, some of them, when, when Jim first started recording it, that it, it, it uh, coincided in 1958 with the very day he incorporated it as Muppets Incorporated. He and James really? a corporation, wow. and on that same day, he started recording all of the shows. Have you listened and, to all these? Yeah, yeah. No and way. It, yeah, it's oh great. My God. And um, the uh, the recordings when Jim first started doing it, he would you'd actually hear his voice say December second. Oh wow! And, and then you, he would record the show and the commercial, and then as time went on, he stopped. You know, slating them. slating them, so it's harder to track down what the date oh, was. Yeah. And he wouldn't necessarily record every show if it was a repeat of something he had done. Uh -huh. He wouldn't record it, but there was no record of what you know uh -huh. what was there instead. And then he stopped recording the commercials because they would redo, reuse the the uh, commercials. Oh, right. You know, he would, you know, so he didn't have to save the audio if it was something that they had reused. Oh, cool. what a great so, project. Yeah. In the uh, first part of those 1958 recordings, we can summarize the sketch and the uh, commercial, but then later on, it's just the sketches or the songs. But what's amazing is that, um, you know, the characters in, in, in the show itself, sometimes the actual show was just a lip synced record, right? Yeah. But the commercials all featured Jim's characters. Right. And it seems to be the only show that I can think of where the characters developed more from the commercials than it than they did in, in the actual show. And in fact, um, one of the things that really spurred the development of Jim's voices on Salmon Friends were the Wilkins commercials. Mm. The variety the of commercials. No, the Wilkins. Oh. The Wilkins coffee commercials. Came before came SK. Before that's right. That's SK. right. That's right. That's right. Um, that's right. So when Jim started using his voice on the Wilkins commercials, right. that's when he started getting comfortable and uh, introducing Professor Madcliffe and some other things and Kermit huh. to uh, the Sam and Friends show. Wow, that's so but great. It, it, I, really love a, you guys, I love how you guys story. are looking at each other just so close up like that. It's just so intimate. Give I, each other a kiss. I, I got to tell you. Kiss, 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 kiss. No. Kiss, kiss. It's like going to a basketball game where they show the, the kiss That's cam. right, the kiss cam. Kiss cam. I have to say, I think I monkey pawed the, I think I monkey paw wished the pandemic because um, 2020 was going to be a crazy year. And I remember saying to Craig, like in January, oh, I just, I just want to be able to spend a little time with you. you did. And so I, it's my fault. I'm really sorry, world. 
I monkey pawed, wished it. And, oh, just for um, that, I'm going to bring up a question. Yes, I've I've seen that popping up. Hi, Stephanie. Actually, October will mark the 24th anniversary of Seuss because it premiered oh. in 1996, uh -huh. which is where I met and worked with Mr. Bill Beretta for the first time. Is that the first time? That was we the very together? first time you came in and did uh, Seuss News Uncle. But I can't believe that was the first time. I thought somehow. Yeah, it was and that. I knew who you were because you were like. Apparently, yeah. Just started Muppets Tonight. Oh. I think. Wow. And I think that was, yeah. And um, like, oh, Bill's really good. And he's LA <laughs> and you've done dinosaurs. I mean, but you know what I mean? Like, well, here's another thing you had visited the shop at Dinosaurs when you were in college. Okay. Yes. You when did? I, so when I, well, but no, you weren't in production. When I right. won the college television award, yeah. which is like the student Emmys, the ceremony was in LA. And oh. at, the ceremony, this man comes up to me and says, I direct dinosaurs. My name is Bruce Bilson. Get out. Bruce Bilson oh, said, no. you want to come see the studio? No way. So, because Stephanie because had done, it was done a, a puppet, puppet thing. thing. Right. It was that won the award. So we saw the puppets and I'm, you know, I'm thanking Jim Henson like I, you know, knew him. I didn't know him, but, you know, he was very right. influential. The work sure. obviously was inspired by the work that he did. And, yeah. and I mentioned, uh, you know, Kim and, and Richard Hunt, who I also hadn't met, you know, the people who I was inspired by and who were no longer uh, with us. And and Bill. Anyway, yeah. So he said, you want to come to the set? So we went to the, the lot and I saw, I have some pictures of like Steve's um, setup because there was a little oh, chalk oh. drawing of Kermit on it. Oh, yeah. Play on the, <laughs> yeah. He, Jenny showed me the lagoon. All right. Uh, where the lagoon had been the parking lot where Jim had done Rainbow Connection and where they shot Gilligan's, Gilligan's Island. Island. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And yeah. uh and then uh Jane and they were still doing there. they were still doing uh well they were doing Roseanne there, Seinfeld right. was being done there. Oh yeah. Yeah, which shows, I didn't, yeah. We didn't see the rest Sanders? of the lot. Yeah, right. Larry Sanders, exactly. No, I would have uh So I you went to the workshop. I guess I went to the workshop because you yeah. weren't in production, but I saw Jane Gutnick there and I right. recognized Jane Gutnick. From the Secrets of the Muppets, no, uh, uh, ep um, episode of the Jim Henson Hour. Oh right, where she was cutting Sometimes out Gonzo. Just wear her out. Yeah, exactly. And I think I quoted that to her. Like, You're <laughs> Jane yeah, little fangirl. But yeah. anyway, so I had been there, but obviously didn't oh, meet anybody right. except Gutnick. But yes, so the first time I met you, had seen your name in the credits, and I, oh, you know, well, knew I love you. Some reason we did so, I don't know why. And no, that was the first time I met you. It was the first time we performed together, oh. and you were so great. Because I mean, you know, you know, you're yes, I was. Yeah. I didn't know what no, to expect true. from an LA puppeteer. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, you I mean, are. He was. He was you're the best. You're the best, honey. You're yeah. the best. Um, and you were just so supportive and so giving. I, you know, such a giving what performer. Did I give you? And you are still, but I, it was one of those things where I was nervous before the first day and you instantly just were like, eh, yeah. Because you're Italian, that's why. Well, yeah, sure. Any all I heard was the brutal. That's all I had to hear, the brutal. Yeah, but I, but I didn't make you gnocchi or anything. I didn't make you no, any medicine. You don't have to cook Actually, for Actually, I, I, can't, I've tried to make gnocchi. I, I can't. But her manicotti is My manicotti is good, but my gnocchi, I, it's always just lumps. Oh, my <laughs> uncle's recipe, I'll send it to you. It's so easy. It comes please out do. perfect every time. Oh, please do, because it's one of my oh. favorite things ever. And it's one so of the places good. that used to serve it in our neighborhood, which also had a bocce ball court in there, oh, they nice. closed a few years ago and oh. I'm heartbroken every no, time. No, it's so easy. I'll tell you, it's easy. I, you don't even have to send it to you. 
two pounds of uh, ricotta cheese, yeah. and two pounds of flour, That's salt, it. pepper, mix it up, work it a little bit, boop, boop, roll it out into a long, you know, like a snake. No egg? No nope. potato? No, no potatoes. Ricotta. It's going to be like floaty, soft, unbelievable. Ooh. And you roll it out into a long thing and then dut, 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 or you can squeeze them and cut them to yep. like little pillows. And that's it. Oh, you need you to do that. You do the thing. You roll it out. And then you do. Because this that's the way my grandmother would have done. So yep. what? <laughs> I pray. First of all, I pray for you. <laughs> I do a put in one and two and then See? you put in one. Yeah, your grandma was a little yes. like Sam's mother. Yeah. A, a little bit. And she uh, used to, when she would make pizzelles, she uh, would know how to tie off. Oh, my sister makes her pizzelles really well. Mm -hmm. uh, she would say a Hail Mary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> time it out. So my sister tried oh. this to do a Hail Mary. Now she's doing the rosary Hail Mary, Hail Mary, full grace orders with you. Oh, the long right? version. And she's like, it's not done. It takes me three Hail Marys. I'm like, Diana, oh, you have to remember, God. Grandma would say, <laughs> the Lord is a witty. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like her, her idea of a tablespoon was one of those Italian, like big Italian soup spoons heaping. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. So a recipe you couldn't just say level off a tablespoon. All right, There's don't forget month. two pounds of ricotta. Gotta... Don't forget two pounds of ricotta, two pounds of flour. That's wonderful. I gotta try it. Thank you so much. Do you want to write? But down? I love I loved working on Seuss with you. And I and I, the few I've only gotten to work with you a handful of times. You, when right. you were doing Louie in the early days of Sesame, and I remember the Muppets uh, MasterCard commercial, I right-handed you on Rolf. I that loved, I loved that. That was I, was, I mean, I miss working with you. As do well, we I. don't. I don't get I don't work over I, I miss working with you guys over at Sesame. I wish, you know, I wish I could have continued to do, you know, Louie's dad and stuff, but you know, yeah. it's just the way it goes. No, I but. get it. But I wish I could work on the, the fun stuff you do in LA, you know, well, with the the thing. Thing. I'm so jealous of my pals. Aww. There's a little East Coast, da -da -da -da. East Coast, West Coast. <laughs> but but it's true. I I, I love the I, I I always get very I get very envious when uh when the when the New York guys here talk about the fun stuff oh. you know you're doing. I'm like, oh Bill. They talk too much. Well, they need, <laughs> they need to zip it. They don't. They don't talk too much. They just say, "Oh, we did this fun thing," right. or oh, "I saw this fun thing." I'm like, "Got to see Bill." All right, we, no, have, we have to do more. We have to do a, we have have to do a second show with you guys because we've like scratched That's like 25 percent of what each of you do. I know. It's Someone true. who asked about the Avenue Q reprise. Yes, if they did a movie, of course I would do those characters. But here's the thing: I'm going to be 49 next month. No one wants to see a 49 year old. Yeah, but if Kate they do Monster. an Avenue Q yeah, movie. They won't be seeing you. They probably have the character. If they shoot at Sesame style, but then if they shot at Sesame style, they would replace my voice with Anne Hathaway's in a second. Why wouldn't they want to see you? That's that's I don't like it. I don't like you it. Don't do it. If they're not going to see you, you don't do it. But you know, well, I really, I really wish that they'd been able to do like a great performances thing where they shot the stage show. Right. I yeah. really wish they'd been able to do that. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate that. That the thing is, is to. Well, you know, so when you've got the puppet on stage and you're doing that, if you're shooting that, you don't want to think about the monitor. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, that yeah. was the hardest thing about doing the Tonys is we saw, I could see out of the corner of my eye, the jumbotrons, but I couldn't play to a camera. I just right. had to play to the audience. Right. Um, right. 
So I don't know how that would work with like a filmed thing. Bill, I just want to point out that you might have to put the gnocchi recipe on your show's website because there's a whole discussion in the comments going on about how how long to cook it. and Oh, just wait until it floats to the top. Okay. But yeah, all right. We'll have to get to that. I want to and put, yes, Lauren, I thanks, Craig. Thank I'm you. glad you like Fine Fine Line. I love singing Fine Fine Line, and it's a great song. What are you guys doing looking at our our, our comments? Yeah. We're supposed to bring them up for you. Archie, oh. send them away. Oh, I'll, okay. go to, I'll, I'll go away. to private chat. Craig, go away. Listen. Get, get out. Yeah. Yeah, you can read them all you want now. <laughs> You can okay, answer wait, them so too. What's the record? Do you do this often with your guests? How many oh, times do you put us in no, the corner? Just us? Yeah, just you guys. Wow, we're terrible. <laughs> we're so bad. Oh, we're bad. Ah, uh, look again. He did it. <laughs> oh, what happened? What happened? Put a post-it oh, note oh, over our camera. Oh, oh. <laughs> He's like, we don't get to see this face. You got to oh, earn oh. that. Honestly, though, we have to have you back again because we really didn't cover half Anything. of it for each of you. Well, we just Anytime. love seeing you. I mean, oh, the part, no. part of what takes a long time is we just we just like to see your sweet faces and well, yeah, I don't yeah. want to hear more about, about you guys. Stuff. I just want to talk we, to you guys. We're talking way too much about us. I want to hear about you. Gene is <laughs> harsh today. Eve, I thought you loved me. Yeah, she used to like you, Gene. The sweetest fella. I'm trying to remember the first time I met Gene. It was a I long think it time may have before been at Carnegie I Carnegie Hall. Oh, maybe. No, 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 no. We probably met on the Sesame set. Probably, oh, yeah. could have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could have been. Um, yeah, I, it's, it was a long time. But I, I did I ever tell, when I was volunteering at the library, I always liked to see, I always liked to shelve your books. I was I would work oh, in the children's yeah. section at the the branch that oh, I used cool. to volunteer at. And, and uh, we are very honored because we, we get to be right. in Gene's book. That's right. Oh, that's, that's right. right. Oh, let me see. Uh, you know, I have to mention one of my... Um, you know, Craig and I uh, did a scene together once. Yes. Uh, on the Today Show that I think everybody should really uh, try, try and find. I think right. it's... <laughs> right? Huh? Weren't we good? Yeah, yeah we, we were. We were, we were at the street in, in the, in the uh, coffee, shop. coffee shop. Yep. And I encouraged you. I was trying to interview you. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't know that morning that you were going to get roped into no, it. And no, I don't no. think Bill did either. Nope. We we went with it. We that's how yeah. professional we are. We yeah. knew we were going to nail it. Absolutely. What was your backstory? <laughs> uh, my backstory was that um, I was trying not to be on camera. I didn't right. want to participate. You yeah. know. And Bill, yeah. your your subtext was drunk. Drunk. I went with drunk. I <laughs> have to say that was one of my favorite things to do when we would do um, the Muppet appearances is to to, to the to morning show early and do those morning yeah. shows and yeah uh, i think we talked about it when we did our live show but but bill is so brilliant that when we, <laughs> did, we, uh. we did the the muppet takeover and we did the scene with bobo, bobo. guarding uh-huh. the entrance of the today show and it's you know and your name sir matt lauer your name sir <laughs> lauer <laughs> I can't say it any louder. <laughs> well, but you one of the things that, that it wasn't in the script, no. but I was like, I sh- it should have. I if I had written that, it would have been brilliant. Uh, well, no, it's that. Well, that's the thing. I think we, you know, it's contagious. We get this from each other. We all feed each other these things, and that's where they come from. Is because the tone of it's already there. You yeah. guys are writing in that tone, and I'm just trying to 
find a way if something comes out, <laughs> you know, but I completely forgot it. You reminded me last time when we talked about, about that. I, well, I that's forgot right. Flower oh, yeah. there we are. Oh, I yeah, mean, there. Let me see if I have no idea how much it means because even though I've been there for a fair amount of time, I still feel like a new person. Are. I feel like, there you know, is. a newbie and I'm not always necessarily, uh, in everything and you know like, so i just love that you you put me in the family it's so cool gene wait just go through let's just see people yeah, right. see i'm people. trying to find i'm trying to find the full spread um, just, all in. right we'll do one at a time okay so let's, let's see there we go all right can you see my cursor <laughs> wait can you see my cursor here yes yeah. i can okay so mike quinn uh, right. uh um L louise, louise. Yep. Yeah. uh Matt, Ryan. Kirk, Kirk, Lars, Lars, Steve, Steve, Rudman, Rudman, yep. Kevin, Kevin, uh, Bruce, Lenoyle, Leslie, oh my gosh, Leslie and Paul, Alan, Alan, uh -huh. yeah, Paul, yeah. Eric, Eric, uh, and Peter, Peter, Stephanie, Craig, yep. um, Julianne, Julianne, Carol, uh, Carol, yeah. me, yes, and Dave. Uh, Dave. Dave um drew right <laughs> billy yeah bobo jerry jerry, jerry. steve so, swanson okay jesse oliver uh-huh um, <laughs> uh, yeah pam pam uh, oh. one of my monkeys i designed Love uh, it. uh um bachoco richard um uh, Jeremy uh, Green and Heather Henson. Uh, Heather Henson. No, not Heather Henson. Uh, Heather Holtine. Oh, okay. Now Heather Green and say. Dave Holtine and um, I always call her Bella. Nikki Holtine. Oh. And uh, and uh, who's that? It's um ah Canadian. Uh, he's got the website. God, I'm blanking. That's so sorry. Uh, oh, he's gonna kill me. Oh, well, think, oh look, it has Jackson's name there. Oh, yeah, Jackson. Well, I'll come, I'll oh, get yeah. that name. Hang on. All right, so here's uh, number two. Oh, you're gonna do oh, here's the other page. I'll, I'll, that name will come to me. I'm so sorry, buddy. All right, John Henson, Jane Henson. Wait, we don't see it. We don't, we don't see, see it. it. Oh, oh, I guess I have to go back out and pull this up. It's so great. <laughs> it's just such an honor. Oh, oh here you go. yeah, Johnny, John Hanson, Jane Hanson, Brian. Uh, Brian, Jim, yeah. Tyler, <laughs> Chris Stoltz, right, Ed Christie, Ed Christie. <laughs> Frank Oz, yep. Carmen, oh, Carmen, uh, um, oh God, this is hard. Jordan Lockhart, uh -huh. uh, John Kennedy, John, um, Paul, um, Paul McGinnis, McGinnis. McGinnis. Yep. Yep. Uh, Peggy, Peggy Etra. Etra, yeah. Tim, um, Tim Legassi. Yep. Barnhart. Yeah. Yep. Jane. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, who's that? Excuse me. Um, oh, you know. Uh, little, 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 God, this is horrible. That's all right. Don't worry. I, I know. It's been. Um, we'll come back to it. Yeah, we'll come back to it. Stuart Reeves. Uh huh. Johnny T. Johnny T. Yeah. Uh, and There's um Ryan. Ryan. Oh Ryan. Mac. Mac. Yeah. Mac. Mac Wilson. 
and um, um, you know, she was uh, um, she was in the office. She had a bit part. Why well, can't I think of her name right now? Um, she was on uh, oh, this is horrible. In the office, she had a small part in it when they, he was in his improv class. Um, oh, Colleen, Colleen, Colleen. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This one I don't. This is my least favorite. Sorry, Joey M Monkey. Um, That's Joey Mazzarino. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like Francois Truffaut. <laughs> uh, Misha. Oh, um, Misha. Right, uh, Matt. No, no, that's Marty. Marty. I mean Mar Marty. I mean Mar yeah. Marty. Yeah, Marty. Marty. And um, <sighs> is that from Toronto? Matt Fickner? No. No. Jamie. Jamie. Yep. Alice. A Alice. Look at Alice. And uh, um, this is horrible. Sp uh, Spooner. Uh, Andrew Spooner. Oh, Andrew Spooner. Okay. And Look at Fran. And Fran. And Kenny um, Durkin. Durkin, yep. And Victor. Victor, yep. And Ryan and Joe from Tough oh Pigs. Oh my gosh. All right. But why can't I think of his name? I don't know, but it's an amazing group of people to be yeah, in. Yeah, how fun. So honored forever and ever that, yeah, that you thought of us and put us in with the family. It's, well, it's really special. Like, oops, did I just go? Oh, there we go. Okay. I don't know. But the and the book is great too. I mean, all your book. What, what you. I it's love called the Bat Combat. People all your books are so different. Thank you. It's the Bat Combat, a book of homonyms. Yeah, but then you're writing books about Lincoln. Bri and you're Brian Natchbull. Brian Natchbull oh, is the first okay. one I couldn't remember. Gotcha. Sorry, Brian. I think I don't think I've met him. But yeah, he does bio bio oh bio yeah. books as well. Bio you know, and Muhammad Ali thing is amazing, yeah. and Carver. And, well, yeah. Gene, I hadn't been all that familiar with the animations you did for Sesame until we did the panel. Um, See and what I did there? I, Look what I did to him. Ah, we're being too nice to Gene. <laughs> we're being we too nice too, to Bill. him. You need some attention, Bill. No, no. Tell you how no, pretty no. you are. No, no, no. Tell you how pretty you are. Bill, I enjoyed your Below the Frame episode. Oh, where'd he go? Oh, he went away. He disappeared. Mm. I think he disconnected. Must be a storm over there or something. Bye-bye. Mm. Bye -bye. Oh. Bye bye. Oh, this is some terrible, like there's a little power play going on here. <laughs> it's, again, it's a continuation of the spray bottle war from before. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I apologize. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right. But you Bill, know, one no, thing but Bill, your below the frame episode was a lot of fun. I, oh, I enjoyed oh. hearing your stories about um, Sesame like Place school. and growing up with Bill and. I mean, growing up with Gene. With Gene. Oh, yeah. oh good. you know, thing that you guys should try and do would be really cool. Something else. I was, well, <laughs> when I was little, there was uh, you. You probably remember Bob and Ray. Yeah. Yes. Um, ah. But when I was a kid, they did this experimental TV show that was actually on two channels. <laughs> really? Yeah, there was on Channel Thirteen, <laughs> PBS, and I think Channel Five. Yeah. And the idea was that you would set up two TVs. Right Rich next to Oh, wow. Back then. Well, no, they, they waited until there were enough people that had two TVs, and you'd set them up side mm -hmm. by side, one, one on one channel, one on the other. And Bob was on one, and Ray was on the other. Oh, cool. And they oh, did this cool God. stuff where they would like throw a ball back and forth. Wow. And, they did all this stuff. and then 
they introduced these short films that were all made in the same way with two different screens that you needed wow. to. Oh, so I did like not know. Wow. Yeah, it was like the before Muppets uh, 3D, 3D three D three show, yeah. show before long before that. And Bob is um, the father of uh, uh, Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. Elliot, right? Yeah. Grandfather of Abby Elliot. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. In fact, you had you had Chris and Abby on a Writers Guild Award. Yeah, we, had, we were hoping to get Bob. Yes, we we had Chris and Abby uh, present an award on the Writers Guild Awards in New York that and, you had produced. Yep, about and, ten years ago. And Bob was was at but that time was fully retired up in Maine, and mm -hmm. and he wasn't about to slept down in New York to. But do wouldn't it. that have been amazing to have an, the three generations of Elliots on a stage that together, is true. who had all done Saturday Night Live at some point in their lives? Well, you guys. Trivia question. I think we're gonna have to. Oh, cut us off. I think so. Can I, I get rid of us? Well, yeah. yeah. It happens. I, yeah. It happens. Can you come back? Okay. Would you come we, back? Any time. All you gotta do is Michael Ustrom. Oh, there ah. All right. We've been killing him all this In time. Fact, the wheels are turning. I've been finding the list here. Bill, we're gonna just stay Thank here. Oh, yeah. all right. Okay. In this spot. So whenever you need us. <laughs> You just press your little magic button. Anytime. We'll, we'll, we'll be in the green room. <gasps> Always? Nice. Always. I, I wish Aww. that was true. But I, this I has been so much fun. We, we would do this anytime for you guys. It's oh, true. I'll wear a different shirt even. <laughs> oh, we're, we're honored. We're honored that you let us be on your on your show. Wow. And so enjoyable. To everybody watching well, at wait, home. Wait, last thing. You tell us you guys have a show as well. Why didn't we even mention that? Oh, oh we have an Only occasional uh, thing that we do for the Museum of the Moving Image. Yep. We don't have um, anything lined up. There's nothing scheduled right now. But uh, if everybody wants to find out what the Jim Henson Legacy is doing, they could uh, sign up for the, the newsletter. Thanks, at, Jesse. Uh, info at jimhensonlegacy.org. Uh, oh, no, that's wrong. It's list. At jimhensonlegacy.org. Everybody wants to wear the same shirt next time. Yeah, no, I'm wearing the same shirt next time. So, so it's list at jimhensonlegacy.org, and then uh, or you can get on the mailing list at uh, the Museum, Museum of the Moving Image, mm -hmm. and you'll get uh, up to date on if when we do another one of these. But they've, the museums also had other live streams, uh, mm -hmm. some fun things. We haven't had a chance to to watch. There, there's been a lot of great content. And if you're in Omaha, you can go to the Dura Museum. The touring exhibit oh. is actually oh uh, in Omaha now under strict uh, social reduced capacity, yep, reduced capacity advanced uh, reservation, social distancing, all of those buzzwords of the current time. Oh my um, goodness, stay safe. Well, thank you, Knight Rider. We, we, you know, it's so funny because it. I don't know if you, you or you, Gene, or you, Bill, get this, but when people thank you for the work that you do. I, I feel bad saying you're welcome because I I'm the one who's lucky to get to do it. I feel sure. like it's not anything you have to thank me for. It's very nice that people enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like, well, it, it's not. I'm not doing it for for charity. It, I'm doing sure. it because I really love to do it, and I'm really lucky to get to do it. But, but I, I appreciate the sentiment. And I completely yeah. get what you're saying. I totally agree. I think there is a part of us though that hopes that people do enjoy oh. it. Yeah, right? absolutely. So connect with it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it's what funny. I think they're thanking you for. They're saying thank you and for giving us that. Well, know. plus they're they're thanking you not just for, you know, you've of course you've got the desire and you get the pleasure from doing it, but they're thanking you for making the taking the extra step, putting in all the hard work and put bringing it out to them. You know? 
In the words of Andy Griffith in a face in the crowd, I put my whole self into everything I do. Just a country boy. But um, no, I uh I for a long time, what's really funny is the stuff that I did when I was starting out in you know in the 90s and stuff. Now there's a whole audience who grew up with it and they're at the age where like Uma, like Zeus, right. like, like mm. you know, like all the, like the early days of yeah, the I know Sesame you guys Street. Are, want to want to sign off, but one of the cute things is I've been working on this project for a company, and when oh. the, the executive <laughs> at the company found out that I'm married to Uma from the show Ubi, oh my, like, oh my daughter, oh she loved that. Can you guys make a? a no, I actually, it's so funny. I said, does she want a video? Because she was graduating <laughs> from high school. Does she want a video? And he said no. And then you got an email a week later saying, yeah, my I'm... daughter is really angry at me for saying no. Oh my god! A video greeting yeah. from Uma. So you know <laughs> when the shows that you did for preschoolers, and then you're doing videos for them graduating yeah. from high school and. You that's know. all. Yeah. Well, that's what it's all about. Right. And thank you for the people saying kind things about Prairie Dawn and for all that stuff. I'm yeah. yeah. Very thank lucky you for having around. us. All right, yeah. gang. Thank thank you. Be you well. Guys. Love, yes. to, love to the families and stay uh, safe. Stay yeah. safe. Everybody, please wear masks. Be so be socially distant. And, you know, next year we'll have fun together if we stay yeah. safe now. That's right. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Love, love you guys. So love you. Much. Bye. Bye. See you. Bye. See you. We'll come back. Oh. oh. Whew. We got a, yeah, like I said, we haven't even scratched the surface. Nope. So, I, hey, uh, you know what? You know what, what I was thinking, Bill? What, Gene? Uh, <clears throat> I was just thinking that uh, the Grateful Dead, they have their dead heads. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris Pine has pine nuts. Right? Uh, yeah, but Justin Bieber has the uh, what are they called? The Bieber's. Believers <laughs> and Barry Manilow has the Fanilows. Right, right, right. Hey, listen, Beretta Brothers fans. If we have any. Yeah, we need a name. You want to pick a fan? Are you? What kind of Beretta yeah. fan are you? <laughs> here's here's a thought. If you have a clever name for what. Our viewers should be called. Oh, I think I just heard a car accident. Maybe uh, it should be called <laughs> train wreck. Yeah, car. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna. Well, I'm gonna post something where you can leave a comment uh, and give us your suggestions. If we pick yours, I'll I'll draw you a picture. Beretta buds. Here's a suggestion right now. If you're a fan of the Berettas, you could be a Beretta bud. Red bud, all right, we'll put it that in. It could also be a form of weed. <laughs> we'll put it, wait until, don't put them now. Wait until we post something and then put them there. Um, okay. Who I'm are you? Anyway. I'm so who are you? We need to know. What do you, yeah. what do you call yourselves? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Thanks for listening. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to thebarettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you. <laughs>
We are a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to thebarettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you.